Hi, mamas, and welcome to episode four of Moms with Moms. If you're new here, go grab your coffee cup because we're about to have a bestie vent session. Today, I have Samantha with me. Hi. She also brought me some really great goodies. I have a nice little cool keto drink in here that I'm going to pour, and I'm going to ask her to kind of give it away. Go ahead. Tell us about yourself and what you're drinking. Absolutely. So, hi, guys. My name is Samantha Demick. Um, hate keto diet because that's absolutely not what this is, but basically it is a quick way to get into ketosis completely naturally. So, the benefits of ketosis, if you don't know, which most people need to do strict keto to get into, um, believe it or not, we are actually animals. So, back in the day when we had to actually not have Starbucks on every corner, we had to fend for food. So, our bodies were actually built to feed on ketones. So, your brain is designed to fuel off ketones, your body is designed to fuel off fat, not carbs and sugar and processed food, which is most of the Western diet. Um, so what this is, it's an all natural supplement. It has no artificial flavoring, ingredients, chemicals, preservatives, anything like that, that puts your body into a state of ketosis in an hour or less. So you're getting all the benefits of ketosis without basically all the strict macros. So as a mom, um, I stumbled across ketones in COVID. Um, I have really, really bad anxiety and, um, depression, PTSD. I have a lot of not, this is not a medical claim, which probably makes that really, yes. let's start with, I'm not a doctor and this is not a medical claim. Um, but I do have all of those things I am diagnosed. And when COVID hit, I got really stressed out. I was working my full-time job for the yeah. state. Um, I had a second grader and an infant that was six months old and I would, yeah, Ooh. when like the minute it shut down and all of a sudden I was like, try, I had, there's actually a picture of me with my baby in a backpack and I'm at my island and I'm like taking a meeting and I'm also nursing and I'm like doing all these crazy things. And I just like, I really lost it. And I got really, really depressed. I like didn't want to get out of bed. And finally, thankfully my husband is like stern. <laughs> and he was like, listen, <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, he was like, you know what? Like we, you can't do this. Like we are in this together. Like we're both stuck in this house. We have to take care of these kids. Like you got to get out of bed. And I had been following this girl who was drinking these ketones and I was like, what's 40 bucks? I ain't going anywhere. Like we can't leave our house. Yeah. So I bought a trial pack and honestly, the rest is history. I've lost 55 pounds and maintained it. Uh, but more importantly, like I feel like my mood is better. I'm more patient with my kids. I have more energy, more focus. Um, and I'm getting the nutrition that I need and everything that I've learned about what your brain actually fuels on. Um, like dementia, there's so many, I could go down a whole science rabbit hole, but it's actually fueling my body with the vitamins that I need. I feel amazing. And I feel like I'm aging backwards, not to brag, but. <laughs> so if you're new here, what we're going to talk about is this is all taboos with pregnancy, postpartum, and parenthood. So actually, Samantha and I kind of got to talking, and everybody knows about woman empowerment, but I don't think anybody really knows about mom empowerment. So we're going to talk about mom empowerment and following your dreams while also being a mom and not losing yourself. So take it away. Yeah. So this is actually, I was so excited that you invited me. So thank you. Oh, thank you for joining. Um, it's something I'm super passionate about because, and this is like, I have a large team that this is the first thing I train them on because I work with a lot of moms in this business yeah. who are either um, staying home with their kids or need to supplement income. I mean, let's be honest, we're in a freaking recession. So everybody yeah. needs extra money. And the biggest thing that they say is I'm like, okay, who are you? Like, that's my first task, right? Like, who are you? And they're like, I'm a mom. I'm like, 
cool, what else? <laughs> and they're like, uh, and they can't think of anything beyond that. And I'm like, you're, you don't end at mom. You don't end at woman. You don't end at wife. Like you are a whole person outside of that. And so when I have them do this exercise, the first thing that I say is like, picture yourself as an onion. I want you to take away like the first three layers, like mom, wife, boss, sister, take all of that away. Who are you in the inside? Like what makes you feel alive? So all of a sudden, and I have people on my team who might be watching this who are like, oh my God, I forgot I love art, right? They're like, oh, I forgot I love art. I actually have a girl, Victoria, if you're watching, shout out to Victoria, who told me, um, oh my God, he's so cute. <laughs> hey baby mom life we have the mom yes that's baby totally interrupting. Love um she was like you know i've been married for seven years and i've never told my husband that i paint what she actually painted a whole mural for my office i never told him never told him i'm like you're incredible at it like what are you talking about and it's been become this like whole self-discovery of like who you are outside of that yeah. because you can be a mom and still have aspirations and goals and i feel like at least my generation growing up, it was like, okay, go to college, get a job, become a wife and ha be a mom. And then that's it. Like that's all you do. You just take care of your house and that's it. And that's all. And I'm like, but wait a second. Like, what if I want a career? What if I want a business? And I've always kind of had like an entrepreneur mindset, but because I came from where I came from, it was like impossible. Yeah. And so when I found this business, it took off really quickly and I'm like, wow, I'm actually really good at this. Like I actually have a really good business brain. Like my brain operates this way. I'm constantly creating new ideas and thinking things. And then it became like this balancing act, right? Of like, how do you be a mom and also be an entrepreneur? And then all of a sudden this like guilt kicks in, right? So one of the things that you had asked me was like, what is, what makes it hard? Mm -hmm. And the first thing that popped in my head was that guilt. Like there is a mom, mom guilt and I have been so blessed in this business. Like I have traveled all around the country. I've been to Mexico. I've been all over doing this business and I'm not going to lie when I'm out doing it and I'm by myself, I had this guilt of like, oh my God, my family's home. My husband has to get the kids off to school, but I'm like, why does it have to be me to get the kids off to school? Like just cause I'm the girl, like wait a second. And thankfully, he's super supportive and understanding, but it wasn't always that way. Like, in the beginning, it was, like, a little bit of an adjustment. His mom was definitely, like, a stay-at-home mom his whole life, and he was very used to that lifestyle. Yeah. So it took a little bit of getting used to and me getting over the guilt until I actually, like, sat down and thought about it. And I'm like, okay, so I can sit here and feel guilty for traveling and growing and expanding my business or... I can change my mindset and look at it like, look at the example I'm setting for my daughter. Like, yeah. you can be more. You can do more. And you just have to work really hard. Like, was it like a light switch that went off in your brain or was it just like a process? Like, it was a couple over a course of special days. Like, what made you think, okay, I can do this and this is what I need to do? It was a bit of a process. So when I had joined this business, it was COVID, so there was like nothing going on. Nothing so it was like that. I had all my energy into this. And then... I grew really quickly and it was like, wow, I can actually do this. Like, and I really love to learn. So I started reading a lot and I started yeah. listening to a lot of podcasts and I followed Jesse Lee Ward who RIP passed away in September. But, um, I started listening to all these women who came from the same type of background and they were yeah. like, actually you can. And I never thought I could, like, I honestly never thought I could. I thought my only way out of what I came from was college. Like yeah. I thought, okay, get an education. So I got my master's degree and I still felt so empty. And then I found this in this community and all of a sudden, like I started to feel like I had a purpose and I was winning. Like I was like, wow, I'm winning. Like I was doing things for my family that I never thought possible. Aww. 
Hi, baby. Hi. Special guest. Hi. <laughs> I was doing things like that I never thought possible. Like, for example, you know, we remodeled our kitchen, like to my dream kitchen with money that I'd earned from the business. From the business. And we put in a patio and a hot tub. And I was like, and those are all material things. But at the same time, like, I felt like I was showing my daughter, like, you can, you can be more because oh, she literally she older or younger. She will be twelve in a couple. I know that cry. That's a hunger cry. Well, he's, he's reaching. <laughs> when they reach, that means they're ready. Um, my daughter is actually from a previous relationship, and it was very toxic. We were um, very heavily using and just very toxic together. Yeah. And that seemed normal for me because of what I grew up with. And then I realized, like, no, you know what I mean. So I really want to show her, like, okay, your parents aren't together. Um, I felt like I was showing her, like, you you can do more, but it's going to take hard work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't fall in your lap. It doesn't come to you. Like, you have to seek it and want it and have, the, like, this burning desire. And I yeah. did. I had a burning desire. And I think what really clicked for me when I was like, I can do this, was when I started seeing people on my team win. My mentorship is a thing, and I always love teaching. So I was like, this is actually something I can do. And then it expanded to other entrepreneurship. Like, so I was like, okay, so if I can do this, like, I, I could also open a wellness center. I can also do all these things. And it it grew and it grew and my belief in myself grew, which came with a lot of self-development, honestly. Yeah. yeah, it came with a lot of self-development. And I never did self-development before. I never, like, never read self-development. I always thought it was, like, weird. Um, never really listen to podcasts like yoga. No, like none of that. Well, cause like, I feel like you have to be ready for it. You do. If you're not ready for it or you're not open to it. And I think that comes with age too. Absolutely. I think when you're younger, no offense to anybody who's watching this, that you're in your early twenties, you're not ready to hear that because mm -hmm. you are still growing and you are still developing. I think when you hit a little bit older, you're like, okay, this is who I am. This is what I, I want to be, but I want to be better. I want yeah. to be the best version of myself. So you're more open to developing into a better self you are but there's always those roadblocks right oh, always mental roadblocks where always. you're like it's like imposter syndrome yes. is like what i like to call it where it's like so i was like winning on social media and there were people who knew me from like my past life like i like to call it and they're like look at this b like she thinks she's so great driving her lexus like we know where you came from and i'm like i don't think i'm so great i think i earned it 100%. There's a big difference. Like, it wasn't handed to me. Like, nobody showed up at my doorstep and was like, here's the keys to Alexis. Like, I earned it. I worked really hard. But because of where you came from, it pushed you to be where you are today. Absolutely. There's no plan B. No. Right? So I never had a plan B. It was, and thankfully, I had a super supportive husband who, like, never looked at me like trailer trash. I guess you could say, like, he knew, he knew my past, he knew all the things I've been through, but, like, he never looked at me that way, and I think that, like, really drove me, because if he was, like, my ex who constantly reminded me... Of your past. Yeah, yeah it would have probably, like, that imposter syndrome would have stopped. And when I shifted my mindset, it changed my entire life. It really did. So, you do your business, mm -hmm. you're a mom, and you also work full-time. I do work full-time for the state. How do you find time to be you like you said in the beginning mm -hmm. is figuring you out I know your business is you yep but there's so many other things that are you too yes so how yoga. do you find all of it yes <laughs> yeah so it's really intentional so I treat my life like a job basically 24 7 um I very intentional with my time and we all have the same 24 hours how we spend it is up to us mm -hmm. and so what I always challenge people to do when they're thinking about their time is I always said take the next 48 hours of your life and all of those blank moments where you find yourself mindless, like scrolling or just sitting and watching Netflix or, you know, you're making Netflix money or, you know what I mean? Like all those things, document that. 
And I, you'd be I surprised how many pockets of time you have. But I don't believe in balance. So that's like a like a big thing. Like I don't think there's such thing as balance. I think there is a thing about creating balance yeah. and being very intentional with it. So when I'm with my family, I'm with my family. And my 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 group, my customers, my peep, my team, they know it. I go and focus at nine o'clock, my phone goes on do not disturb every single night. Um Sundays in my house are football Sunday. If I want to work, I will, but mostly I'm cooking. I'm spending time with my family in my sweatpants. Like that's it. So you're being present. Being present. And you know what? When you take away that mindless scrolling, like I was talking about, where yes. people are wasting their life on social media, you realize how much more present you are. Because if I'm on my phone, and now my husband understands that, if I'm on my phone, I'm working. Yes. I'm not just gossiping or whatever. We're just scrolling. Like, he'll never see me sitting on the couch being like, oh my God, did you see Susie got a new job again? Like, that doesn't happen. Um, and so, but when I'm in my business, I'm in my business. So like, for example, uh, my team name is called Keto Matrix and Matrix Monday, he knows every Monday I have to lead a training. I, I'm with my team. I'm following up. Like Monday nights are my business night. Yeah. Um, so he's handling dinner and he's doing other things. But Sundays when it's football Sunday, like my family knows I'm present. I'm there. Yes. Um, if we're at soccer game for my son, like I'm not answering messages. I'm on focus mode. The thing that you have to do is you have to decide how many hours a week you're willing to invest, understanding that's what you're going to get back, right? So if you're like, I'm only willing to give up two hours a week, that's what you're going to get out of your business. But if you're like, okay, these are the pockets of windows that I have. I'm going to make the most of them. Like, I'm going to be honest, like I'm dropping links and growing my group while I'm peeing. I, I like every minute counts in my life. Um, and if you, if you treat it that way and you treat it like a non-negotiable, you can't lose. Yeah. Like you just have to decide and you have to, you really got to have the burning desire. You're going to get rich overnight. You know what I mean? And that's just not like a thing. That's not a thing. There's no business in America where you get rich overnight. The difference is if I was to go open a coffee shop, it would cost me what? $50,000 to start. I'd have to buy cups. I'd have to buy lids. And do you think I'm going to have a line around the block to buy my coffee? No. Like you've yeah. got to build up relationships. you got to build up clientele. And most people don't have that kind of stamina to yeah. last and be consistent. And that's the other thing. Like, I'm very, very consistent. Business goes up and down. Right now we're in a recession. Business is down um, because people just don't have money. But I stay consistent. I show up exactly the same when I'm making 20000 a month and when I'm making 1000 a month. You know what I mean? Like, I show up exactly the same. Yeah. So if you had to give a mom advice, not just for starting a business, but for mom empowerment, like if a mom says... I can't do this. I can't figure out who I am. Mm -hmm. I I don't know what to do. What would be like the three most important things that you think that they should know? So the first thing is, like I said, I'd go back to the exercise. Yep. People, women especially, very quickly forget who they are. Yep. It's very easy to do because you're so wrapped up in the day-to-day, -day, right? You wake up, you've got bottles to, to wash, you've got a pump, you've got to do all these things, and you completely lose who you are. Yes. And it just happens naturally. Because everybody else comes first. Yes. You're the last priority. Yes. Um, Sometimes not even a priority. So there, I have a two-part answer to this. So the first thing is go back to who you are outside of motherhood. Can you throw me the burp cloth? And when you ask anyone, <laughs> like when you ask anyone, like what makes you feel alive, the first thing they're going to say is my, my kids. kids, my family. Cool. What else? Like that's What were you before you had a what kid? What were you before kids? Yes. What Like imagine... This is the best question I like to ask. Imagine time, money, and resources were not an issue. What would you do with your time? How would you spend it? Yeah. And when people said, like, well, that would never happen. But what if it did? Like, how would you spend your time? 
you have to make your self-care is not selfish. That's the biggest thing. Like, no. that's my go-to. And it's not showering. I don't care what anybody says. No. Showering is a basic necessity. It's not eating, <laughs> it's not eating a hot meal. Sitting down. Yeah. No. no. It's not going to the grocery store by yourself with no, no kids or no husband. Those are mm-hmm. not self-care. People need to know that. Yes. If it's something you really, really enjoy, okay, cool. But that's not self-care. No. Please know that that is not your form no. of self-care. And please advocate for yourself that that is not self-care. Because you need more than that. Mm-hmm. When you go to the grocery store, stop and get a coffee on your way home. That right there is self-care. Put that right in there. And maybe you don't just go through the drive-thru. Maybe you actually go inside go and, sit, and sit, down, sit down and enjoy yes. your coffee. Yes. Um, and for everybody else, if everybody is different... Um, like I said, Victoria, she loves to paint. She likes to do, um, she's doing like, I don't know, blanket things. I don't know. <laughs> uh, for me, it's my yoga classes. Like yep. I, like last night, my husband wasn't feeling well and I was on my way to yoga and I had this guilt just like come over me and I'm like, oh my God, I should be home taking care of the kids. And I'm like, this is my hour. Like, I'm just going to take my hour. Um, it's an hour. And the thing is, is there, there's no such thing as the term dad guilt. <laughs> Have you ever heard anybody say dad guilt before? No. It's not a freaking thing. It doesn't exist. And this, like, gender guilt thing drives me insane. Mm-hmm. It literally makes me crazy. And I think for me the hardest part was giving up the control that I have to do everything. Yes. Um, Like, I have to be the one to cook dinner. I have to be the one to do the dishes. I have to be the one to grocery shop, schedule the doctor's appointments, blah, 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 blah. And I did that for a really long time to the point where I got so burned out, I almost quit everything. I was like, I can't, I can't, there's not enough, I can't do it. And then I was like, you know what? I don't have to do everything. And my biggest message is like, if you see some like crazy celebrity on the news and they're like, how do you do it all? And they're like, I don't know. I just wake up at 4 a.m. and I do Pilates and I pray and I eat, I don't know, pineapple. And then I just go home and, you know, and then do it all. I clean the house. No, you don't. Be stop lying. Like, no, you don't. Okay. So the there's first a thing- reason why you're able to do all that. Something changes. Something exactly. Yeah. And it's called delegating. <laughs> and I am all about paying for convenience to get more time because another thing I learned from Jessie Lee, she's like, think about your time and what it's worth. Yeah. And you have to know your own self-worth to really be able to put a dollar amount on that. But is it worth your time to go spend two hours at the grocery store or can you do a pickup? I hired a, a cleaning service. Best thing I ever freaking did. Um, that was the first thing I did with my money that I was earning from Prove It is I hired a cleaning service. I don't want to spend four hours on Saturday cleaning my house. Mm-hmm. I could be earning more money than it cost me to pay her to do that. Um, so it's a mindset shift and getting over that guilt, right? And I've had people like from my past be like, oh, she's so bougie. Look at her. She's got a cleaning lady now. I'm like, yeah. Like it must, it must be nice. I'm like, it's Great. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so nice. I'm like, I love it. Um, but I know that what I pay her, I can earn more if I'm working those hours or if I'm building my business or if I want to spend time with my family. So you're being mindful of your time and your energy. Yeah. And it's all about delegation. And, you know, I can't do everything. So I'm going to say to my husband, like, you got to go to the doctor's today. I have to go. I have to go to work. Like, you got to take the kid to the doctor's appointment. It doesn't have to be me just because I'm a girl. It doesn't have to work that way. And he gets that like he knows and he knows I'm really passionate about it and but not everybody has that if someone didn't have that what would be your suggestion like how could they make that work when they don't have someone who either understands or they're a single mom yes so there are a lot of people who don't have support and I was a single mom for three years so I totally get it um the key is to set yourself a schedule and stick to it right so let's say you're just you and you have no one else your time that you can commit in a week to yourself might be less than someone who has help, but it's still time. 
Okay. You might only get a half hour versus an hour. But if you don't take that half hour, you're going to burn out and build resentment. And that's when, like, other mental health is in. You know what I mean? Like, that's when you start to feel depressed. That's when you start to feel like... I can't do all of this. I can't do do all of this. And you also start to, like... I know me personally, and, like, this is something that doesn't get talked about enough, in my opinion. I personally felt resentful towards my babies. Like, after I had them, I had them, and I was, like... Not necessarily... I don't know if resentful is the right word, but, like almost regretful. Like yes. maybe I shouldn't have done this. Maybe I wasn't I'm ready, not for ready for this. I'm not ready for this. I thought I was. Yes. Yeah. And I, w- I remember looking at my baby and being like, Oh my God, you're never going away. And feeling so freaking guilty about that, mm-hmm. that I literally went to a mall parking lot, cried for like an hour and a half. And I'm like, what kind of mother thinks that? And I'm like, but I, but you can't like, there's no book. Like, you know, the baby doesn't come out with a book. That's like, okay, every time they do this, here's the magic trick. And every baby's different. Every baby's different. Yes. And not everybody has help. I never had had help with my kids, like paternal help or grandparent help. You know what I mean? Other than thankfully my husband has amazing parents, but like that wasn't a thing. So it was like, you're looking at this baby and you're like, oh my God, you're not leaving. <laughs> and you're also, you also seem like someone who's very independent. So even if you did have those supports, you're going to wait till the last possible minute to yes. lean on to those supports because you want to do it. Yes. You know you can do it. Yes. But you're like, wait a minute. I can do this. I don't need help. But sometimes you do. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you do. And I think uh, that's the hardest part for most women is asking for the help. Realizing you need the help. Re- asking for the help. And, like, there's nothing wrong with asking for the help or delegating. No. There really isn't. And I remember feeling super, super guilty about that. Like, what's wrong with me that I can't do it all? Because I only have 24 hours and I'm only one person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like this whole stigma because you're the vagina. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like you're supposed to do it all. You're supposed to do it all. And that's, and I've, I've had many freak outs, trust me, in my house where I'm like, somebody will be like, there's no food here. And I'm like, somebody else can order groceries. You know, like I, <laughs> somebody, <else can> cook. <laughs> somebody else can figure it out. Or what's for dinner? I've had more than one freak out about that. Like cereal. Yo, yo, you're on your own. Like, I don't know what to tell you. You're not going to starve to death. I'm sure you'll figure it out. But um, you just, I don't know. It's about setting boundaries. I really do think it's about setting boundaries. And understanding that you're a whole person, you're a whole person. Like, you are a whole ass person. I think it's important, too, is generational. There's lots of differences, too. Mm -hmm. Is like, the moms did do it all. Mm -hmm. They stayed home. They did everything. They cooked. They cleaned. They provided what needed to be for the home. But now women are working. Mm-hmm. Women are doing multiple jobs. So it's got to be different. Like there's got to be that shift, but we're still stuck in the generation of, well, my mom did this. Yes. My mom's mom did this. Mm-hmm. His mom's mom did this. Mm-hmm. So I have to do this. Absolutely. So I think again, that's what this whole point is, is talking about it more and letting moms know, like you are not alone. We both have experienced the same exact thing and we have two different kids. Like mm-hmm. I have a five month old and she has two older kids. Again, how old are your kids? She'll be 12 this month and four. Okay, so Big <laughs> she's already experienced it and she's in a different realm. So, like, it's it's so common. It's so real. Like, you're not alone. Stop worrying about what the generation says. Stop worrying about what society says. Do what's best for you as mom and what you think is best. Absolutely. And I feel like my biggest piece of advice that, like, really changed my life, honestly, and it sounds it sound super morbid, but I'm just going to be honest, like, let's hear it, is understanding that, like, we're all going to die. Like, you have, you, like, it's a mortality thing, and I guarantee you that when I'm dead and gone, those people who are talking about me, who are making judgments on me, and I have people still who make judgments on me, like, they see me traveling, and they see, and, like, okay, let's be honest, like, 
social media is my gateway for my business. It's my platform. So when I'm posting me traveling and me at all these events, like right now my team's actually in Boston at an event and I didn't go, um, I would be blasting that on social media because it's all the fun. Um, and people are like, Oh, look at her. She's leaving her family. She's traveling all over. Like she's living her best life, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, but when, but I'm dead and gone and you're dead and gone, does any of that matter? No, because you're not paying my bills. <laughs> and you're, and like you said, you're present with your family yes. when you're with your family. And nobody knows, and I don't, I don't feel the need to explain that to anybody. You don't know that to anybody. I don't know that to anybody because the problem is, is that people, this is my favorite quote of all time, again, from Jesse Lee, I have never seen a hater doing better than me. Mm-hmm. And it's absolutely true. No one's ever going to talk to you if they're, if they're winning, right? Yes. The people who are going to talk about you are the people who are sitting home wishing they were doing more. Mm-hmm. And you see what you see on the highlight reels, but you don't see what goes on in the house. And I personally am very, when I'm home, I'm home. When I'm in my business, I'm in my business. And trust me, there have been times where I have closed the door on my four-year-old and been like, I am working. And he goes to his dad. And there's a second where I'm like, "Mm," like a little cringy, you know, in my daughter's words, cringy. Um, But then I'm like, no, this is for a reason. The reason that I have to close that door on him is the reason why we're going to Montana to Yellowstone next year. It is the reason why I'm putting money away for your college. It is the reason why you're going to have a better life than I had. And you might not realize it today, but you will. But then you're also teaching them too, is like you don't get the attention every single yes. time that you need it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not always available. Like that, that's just what it is. I'm not a stay at home mom. I never had a desire to be that, um, ever. I don't know why. I think it's just my entrepreneur brain. I always wanted to be a career. And in the beginning it was to prove to people and now it's to provide. Yeah. So it's a big difference versus proof of right. And trust me, people are always going to talk good or bad. Like the no minute you forget doing. about that. And I just got the mindset where I'm like, no publicity is bad publicity. Talk about me, post about me, share it. <laughs> like, like share me all day. Like no publicity is bad publicity. The more people I reach, the more people I help. Let you follow that. Like you said, do it all and show you that they're doing it all. You're only seeing a real. snippet of what they show you. It's not real. And like to your point, like there are my downtimes. And honestly, I think that's part of the reason why I've been successful is that, and this was like my biggest piece of advice to people, authenticity will make you rich. Because when the minute that you start becoming your authentic self and not giving a is the minute it gets easy. That's literally what we said today. Yeah, literally. I just want you to be the most authentic that you are. She said that. I was like, thank you. Because that's when it gets easy. You're not trying. You're not faking. You're not trying to live up to some lie. And I think 90% of the people I see on social media when I was a scroller, like trying to prove to people that they're living this amazing life and vice versa where I will literally go live in my group and I will be like full-blown tears no makeup and be like today sucked like today sucked I failed at everything and today sucked and then people will message me and they'll be like thank you today sucked for me too yeah today sucked for me too thank you for being real Mm -hmm. I can't even tell you how many people have came to me and said thank you for just being real Mm -hmm. thank you because I'm like if I'm having a good day or a bad day you're gonna know like because, you know, I don't have to try. Like, I don't have to fake anything. I'm not going to get on there and be like, today was perfect. And in the meantime, I'm fighting with my husband. My kid's being an <laughs> Like, whatever. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. Today, I'm not having a good day. Today, I'm not having... My four-year-old is being a jerk, and he's driving me nuts. People are like, oh, my God, she said that about... There's half and half, right? There's the half that'll be like, she said that about her kid. And there's the half they're like, thank you, so is mine. <laughs> it doesn't mean you don't love your kid. Yeah. I love him to death. You can regret having your kid at moments, but that doesn't mean you don't love your kid. Yes. And you don't... You don't want to take that kid away. Yes. You're just in your mind. You're like, wait a minute. Did I make the right choice? Mm-hmm. And if you feel that way, you're not alone again. All right. So let's wrap this up. Is there anything else that you want to add in? Oh my God. I wrote down so many things. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get my one takeaway. 
I told my husband I wasn't going to make notes because I'm better at not making notes. I stopped making notes because of that reason. Yeah, I'm better at not making notes because I get all stressed out. But I think, okay, so my biggest takeaway is that I think this um, self-fulfilling prophecy is the worst thing yeah. in the world. And I think for me, the hardest part, it's like almost back to that imposter syndrome. The hardest part of success for me has been... But there are people who knew that I spent $20,000 in one year. They're going to judge me and they're going to tell people and they're going to be like this fake beat. You know what I mean? And not, but I realized the minute I start being honest about that, like. But that doesn't mean that's who you are. It doesn't define you. That's who you were, but you're different. Yes. And I will say like, not to sound political, but the world is not in a race war. It's in a class war. Yeah. And when you did come from a very low class, I grew up with a an addicted mother. Like I grew up at the bottom, right? It was definitely harder. It will be harder. You have to work harder. You have to try harder. You have to overcome way more things with somebody than somebody who didn't have that, but it's not possible. You just have to really want it and be willing to put in the effort. And so like my biggest takeaway is like your past is not to find you. Um, but be honest about it because the past is the past. And I think for a long time I tried to like hide it. Like I said, when I moved here, I was like, yes, no one knows me. Like, they're not going to know any of my background. They're not going to be like, oh, is there something together? You know, I could start over. But then I realized, like, I was faking it. Yes. I was faking really it. Who you are. I was faking it. So I was like, look, this is who I was. I did all of these things. But then guess what? I didn't get a penny of financial aid. I have a 4.0 in my master's program. Um, I do have an education and I'm constantly growing. And I put purposeful effort into self-development and reading and learning every single day. And... I know internally that everything I have, I work for yep. and everything I'm going to have, I'm going to work for. Was it harder to get there than someone else? Probably, but I did it. So and nobody can take that away. Nobody can take that away from me. And it's almost like more of an accomplishment. So no matter where you came from, no matter where you're starting, I know I've talked to women who are like leaving their husbands and they're like, I literally have $3 and I'm leaving my, where am I going to do? And I'm like, you're going to start from here mm-hmm. and you're going to take it one step, one day at a time. And it's going to be really hard. But if you're willing to put in the work, you will win. And like you said, one day at a time. One day at a time. Don't think, and don't, the easiest way to crash a car is to look in the other lane. So don't compare your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 20. Like that's the worst thing you can do. Don't compare yourself to anyone, period. Like that drives me crazy. Why are you paying attention to them and not paying attention to yourself? You're wasting your energy and hours in a day on that person. Put your energy into yourself. And, and they're not paying your bills. And they're not paying your bills. And the, yes. always go back to so I never seen a hater doing worse than me or better than me. And I have never had anyone else pay my bills. Mm-hmm. Who's paying your bills? Every, the only people that matter are the people in my house. Yep. So when you start getting that mindset and truly believing it, like you can't fail. It's not, no. The only way to fail is to quit. Awesome. So find your truth. Go back, like get rid of your roles. Like write down everything that you think you are, cross out everything that's a role, right? Mom, sister, daughter, wife, boss, employee. And then you'll start to be like, oh my God, I forgot. I really love camping. I really love cooking. I really like yoga. I forgot that I like to draw. Like you forget yourself. And when you get back to that, all of a sudden, like when you start to pull out your authentic self, you naturally win. You just naturally You just naturally win. It just comes easy. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining yes, us. Yes. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks and for having thank me. thank you mamas for joining us as well. Um, so we're going to cheers. Yes. Because I forget this all the time. Cheers is my tag. But cheers to mom <laughs> empowerment. Yes. And being your authentic real self. Absolutely. Awesome. Love it. Mm. This is really good. <laughs> I'm sorry.
<laughs> All right. So if you want to hear more about her story or follow her for more keto stuff, um, you can subscribe and like her page right here. She does also have a Facebook group, and this is her Facebook group right here. If you enjoyed the episode and you're ready for next week's episode, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And if you liked this episode, hit the like. If you want to follow the Instagram page for daily reels, again, authentic self and mom empowerment, here is my Instagram and my Facebook page is the same thing. And if you want to be a guest on the show, please message me either on Facebook or Instagram and I would love to have you. If you're not in the capital region or anywhere in the New York state, you can always do Zoom. I love to have Zoom people. And if you have something you want me to talk about, comment below. And as always, thank you for joining for the best event session. May you continue to survive as a mom because that's what we do every day is we just survive. Cheers. Bye, bestie. <laughs>